You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. <laughs> Jeremy Cotton for Nick Costas. Ken Barkley's here at You Better You Bet. Right here on uh, the BetQL Network brought to you by BetMGM. I was just telling the guys, I was saying, like, I really feel like this show, I'm not saying it because you guys are just here, like, it's one of my favorite shows to work on that I'm not, like, it's not mine. You know what I mean? Like, um, right. I just feel like all the parts that you have really work. And even when they don't work, it still works because it's entertaining and funny. Like, if that makes sense. Sure. Like, I, I love doing this. And then I was just telling Ken right before we came back, I said, I love working on this show. Except for this week when there's no sports and no, I mean, we're <laughs> right. finding stuff to talk about. Hey, what's about, wrong with you know? trivia? But, what's yeah. wrong with no, documentaries? No, I love that. You know, what's wrong with that I love stuff? Yeah. I love that. And and how weird things get is that Tyler's getting ready to pop on and try to give us some summer league winners, which I just, I love this stuff. So, Tyler, what do you got for today? Because the games are starting earlier. Yeah, yeah I got a bet right? for uh yeah, three thirty and four o'clock. So three thirty, it's Grizzlies Clippers. So I took the Grizzlies oh. minus four. Clippers don't really have a. Raw, I think their best player is Jason Preston and a whole bunch of just like random people. So oh, the Grizzlies Ohio guy. That's the yeah, Ohio guy. The Ohio right? guy. That is yeah. him. He is uh, the leader of the Clippers summer league team, and they're playing against the Grizzlies, <laughs> who got absolutely blitzed by Cleveland, who might win this the whole thing or three and zero. Yeah. And actually, and they have three players that are probably going to be playing for Memphis. They, uh, David Roddy, Jake Laravia, and Kenneth Lofton Jr all had bad games the difference between nba and college players like nba players in this kind of setting usually bounce back meanwhile college players can just like stink for like the whole the whole uh the whole summer league so they all three of them play bad games i I'm, i took the memphis minus four i think they're gonna have a huge win here the clippers really don't have anything offensively outside of jason preston and I, it's like dude, i don't even know half these guys on the clippers roster so i took a memphis minus four in a, in a bounce back spot i i saw them warming up so i did the like the, the video in slow motion to see who's actually warming up and playing did saw somebody get announced out tyler because i just that that market is like in motion pretty aggressively right now not to like it's toward Memphis. So like you, you are in really good, but I think if yeah. people click on that market, like I see a five and a half in one place now. Um, I wonder if uh, either it well, could be driven by two things. Oh, there's a domestic with four and a half still. So it's kind of like, I wonder if it's driven by, you know, someone not playing lack of availability for the Clippers or just like pre tip, almost like kind of like what we had to do with the thunder last night, right? Like got to wait to make sure everyone's playing before you bet. And that didn't happen until, an hour before the game, maybe you think this is just like, oh, everyone's actually playing for Memphis, like shove. You think that's kind of what's happening? Yeah. So there was a video that just came out maybe like five minutes ago, yeah, five minutes ago of Kenneth Lofton Jr., Jake LaRavia, and David Roddy going through warmups. And that's kind of all there I need really to see. So yeah, I mean, four, four, I, I, I mean, I'm looking at a four right now, but uh, four, four and a half, I think, I think this could be a big win for Memphis State. They got destroyed by Cleveland last game, so I can't imagine they're going to lay, three NBA players are going to lay an egg in a summer league contest against Jason Preston. So I, uh, I got a uh, <laughs> Memphis minus four and a half in the, 
in the first matchup. <laughs> Poor Jason. Jason Preston just catching strays of this entire segment. The guy, guy beat uh, with right. they beat, they beat uh, Virginia that had what wasn't it like Virginia was all sick, right? They like couldn't get to the game like until like the day before. So everybody bet Ohio, yeah. and then Ohio won anyway. That was like was that a uh, that was twenty one, right? Wasn't that the year right after COVID? You remember that game, right, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it might have been even the COVID year, but yeah, Ohio won that game. I definitely remember that. Well, 20, they didn't have the tournament, so it couldn't have been 20. It had to be 21. It had to be the like yes. the, the year that uh, with uh, Baylor-Gonzaga at the end of it. Yeah, that was the 4-13. And I remember, I I swear, I, I kind of, I, I'm pretty sure I talked myself into Virginia once the number got low enough. I was like, well, this is stupid. I'm going to bet Virginia. Everyone's, everyone's so dumb except me. How could I be wrong? And then just literally Ohio just won the game outright. And, you know. I am the biggest idiot ever for betting uh, Tony Bennett in any tournament situation ever, really. Uh, save for the one year where he won <laughs> well, the national championship. Fortunately, I had Virginia to win the title that year, too. I don't know what my problem is with them. Uh, so, Tyler, that's that's Memphis. And then there's another game at 4 o'clock, right? Minnesota-Atlanta. Are we betting that game also? Yeah, so I took Atlanta minus uh, one, one and a half, whatever you can, uh, you can find there. This is like... For summer league standards and NBA standards, a contrast the styles here. Uh, Atlanta, their first two games have shot 38 threes and then 47 threes. The uh, the, the two games, and they're they're surrounded by all three point shooters: Kobe Bufkin, AJ Griffin, Tyrese Martin, and, and uh, Br- Brady Manick are kind of like the four guys on the Atlanta the Atlanta Hawks, and they chuck and bomb away. And Memphis doesn't, sh- um, Minnesota doesn't shoot any threes. I think they shot 15 last game or 18, not a not a ton. And they're kind of um, they're all oh, they have their best player is Josh Minot, who used to play for uh, Memphis. I think two three years of the year they almost beat uh, who they must be Gonzaga. He played for that team and oh, uh, yeah. Leonard Miller. Who's, In the uh, the second Leonard round, Miller that was two, yes. two was that two years ago? Yeah, I, bl- I think it was two years ago. Yeah, it wasn't this. It right. was the year before last year. Okay. So two years yep. ago. And um, they have Leonard Miller, who's like a G League Unite player, who's actually been one of the better players in the league. But this is a con. If if Atlanta is making their threes, I think they could run away with this game huge. So again, 38 and 47 the first uh, two games, and they have a ton of three point shooters in this game. So if they're bombs away again, they can they can kind of run away with this game. So I took Atlanta minus one, one and a half I see on the screen, and uh, Grizzlies uh, minus four. Hmm. I love it. That's. It- can I, can I give you guys my synopsis of NBA Summer League? Because you might even know the name. So I flipped on last night's game with Oklahoma City and the Rockets because I was interested leading up. There was nothing else going on until the baseball yeah. game started, and I was interested I, in the All-Star I game. Watched I, too. To... I watched Summer League last night. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's, I'm not embarrassed so, by it. I watched, I watched a lot of Summer League, actually. I, I want to say this was my synopsis because I, like, I coach basketball, too, so it drove me insane. <laughs> Number 55, I think it was, on the Thunder. He was the kid from Rutgers. I'm forgetting his name, so if you guys remember it, please Tyler feel free to throw know. it in. He was, he was like the defensive player of the year, and yeah. he's going to make his – okay, you know who it is? Yeah, Caleb McConnell, I believe that was the name. Yes. So he was – there was a series where he was Ding up. Like, he was amazing defensively. Like, just if you watch him play the lanes – off the switches, uh, hedging the double teams. And I know this is the the minutia of basketball that people don't care about. This guy worked his ass off. He had two deflections, two blocks. He'd worked the shot clock down to three. And then some a-hole gave up a backdoor layup. (laughs) Like as soon as the ball was passed in, they got a layup underneath. And I'm watching it going, that would kill me as a coach. Like this kid's working his tail off. He's out there humping it around, defending every single person. Uh, who's the best player on the Rockets? He blocked their sh- – oh, um, the kid from Villanova. He blocked Cam, his shot Cam twice. Whitmore. Yeah. Whitmore, yeah. He blocked his shot twice. And Whitmore was kind of like – I think he was the guy that everybody was paying attention to. He looked good. Definitely. Um, but, 
But he had all these defensive plays, and it still didn't matter because some big guy gave up a backdoor layup uh, as the shot clock was expiring. So that was my uh, introduction, and I gladly turned on baseball after watching that, even though I know you guys were – like, I mean, you had more money on these games, so it mattered to you. Like, if I had sure. money on it, I wouldn't have left, but – but yeah, so well, welcome to summer league, enough, right? With uh, yeah, Tyler yeah. writes that summer league in the chat. Just like you know, you're yeah. you're playing with a collection of guys. Like none of you are ever going to play together ever again, and you got to just kind of all figure it out on the fly. It's like a ton of ISO a lot of the time. Um, go ahead, what were you gonna say? That feels like the hangover to me with Tyler. Tyler going that summer league. It's like Bangkok's got him now. It's like what? Right. yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's summer league. That's summer league, bro. Yeah. What are you gonna do? The other so the the game we talked about in the power hour yesterday was obviously Rockets Thunder. Thunder declare every relevant player on their team except for uh what case and wallace out and they got railroaded by a pretty bad houston team the way it kind of panned out um and that win it was funny because there's uh god one of the domestics kept there to win the summer league market open during the games which can't be a good idea yeah your risk is pretty low i guess like how much are you really gonna kind of get taken advantage of but that probably is a bad idea because you ended up with two blowouts and they were determined pretty early, like in the third quarter. You knew that Brooklyn was blowing out Milwaukee, which was relevant because Milwaukee was an undefeated team. And the Rockets-Thunder game was impactful because uh, neither team had lost a game yet. So, like, these were two very important games for who is going to win Summer League. And it was just funny, like, if you were paying attention, like, the Rockets were 18, and then you blink and they're 6 or 7. And it's like, well, okay. like So, like, a minute ago when they were still getting blown out, I could have bet 18. Like, glad someone was, you know, woke up from their nap to switch that one. And then Brooklyn, who was uh, 50 going into the Milwaukee game, they, I think this is minutiae, but I just think it's interesting because it's how markets move when it's a small thing that no one's paying attention to. Brooklyn is 50 to 1, and what happens is... They're, they were part of a big log jam at one and one, and uh, they like just absolutely dump truck Milwaukee, and they're up like thirty uh, in the third quarter. And the reason why that's really important is not just because Milwaukee will take a loss and move to two and one. Every team plays four games before the playoffs are determined, so every game is very important. But also, Brooklyn will move to two and one, but they will be by far the tiebreaker of all the, because you're, you're going to assume like, well, wait a minute, four teams get picked for the playoffs. If there's a 17 way tie at three and one or whatever, like how do you determine who the last team in is point differential. And so Brooklyn is like, they're like the nuts of the three and one teams if they win their last game, if they're going to blow out Milwaukee. So like their odds, they were 50 and then you blink and they're 10. And it's just like, you, wow. this was during the game when we knew what was happening. <laughs> like, I'm texting with someone like, I think Brooklyn 50 is way good. And then like five minutes later, be like, hey, I moved to 12. Like, I guess it was way good. <laughs> Houston. Like, oh, like, I, you know, I wish I got more Houston and I, I got them at whatever, 15. Now, like, at, uh, it's, you know, uh, domestic right now, they're plus 450. They're the third choice. It's just funny. Like, this was happening during the games. Again, like another lesson to just have your eyes open, right? Hey, the, these games. Hey, I wonder if that's still open. Well, that's kind of weird. The games are going on. You know, like that's is there is that a good idea or a bad idea? Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes you can keep it open because who cares? Like uh, the baseball World Series market probably can keep that open during the games, even if the even if what would be the most impactful single thing that could happen? Like the the A one pitcher for someone really good. Like, but like who even is that? Like, cause Tampa's yeah. got, I guess like McClanahan or Strider or Kershaw or something like get hurt in a game and they're going to be out forever. Something like that. 
yeah, the World Series odds might not change a whole lot. <laughs> like they're just and that's the worst thing that could possibly happen. So that's one you could keep it open. It's not really a big deal. Um, these you only play four games, and then the playoff field gets selected. It's a huge deal. And uh, and Jeremy, we end up with I think like kind of a funny setup. If you if you'll sort of entertain me to to go through some of the standings here because it actually is yeah. I think kind of interesting for the summer league. So again, every team plays four. Then we determine the playoff teams then the teams that don't make it play a fifth game and the playoff teams play playoff games. So we only have one more game for a few of these teams. A lot of teams have played three games. Those that don't are going to play their third tonight. Some teams run a back-to-back like Oklahoma City because in the summer league, we schedule back-to-backs for some reason. I don't really understand. Uh, Cleveland and Houston. So the Cavs are the favorite in the betting market to win summer league. You might be like the Cavs. What? Well, they're the favorite because they're 3-0 and <laughs> And they won and they won their games by a lot, so they're going to win the tiebreaker against all the other teams. So it's like they're in really they're in a catbird seat. Them against Brooklyn for like a three and one tiebreaker is still pro Cleveland. It's almost impossible that Cleveland misses this. So they're basically in the four team playoff. They're plus two fifty. The Rockets are three and zero, oh, but Jabari Smith and Tari Eason aren't going to play the rest of the summer league season so like yes they are three and oh and they are very likely to make the playoffs but if they make it against a team that's not sitting anybody they may not win it's cam whitmore and i mean we watched it last night they played half of oklahoma city and won but like does that mean anything they're plus 450 so it's like you have these teams like cleveland is i i guess the best team and they're gonna keep playing all their players but you have houston at three and oh they're probably gonna be one of the four teams in the playoff and they're not playing the two players that basically got them to this situation the Pacers are 2-0, and and they play tonight. They're the second choice in the market. Their two best players, Benedict Matherin and Andrew Nembard, aren't playing anymore. <laughs> so, like, the second and third choice to win Summer League have, like, shuttered the win. Like, they're done. Like, they're done, like, probably trying to win Summer League. And they might make the playoffs, yeah. both of them. Like, wouldn't you love to have a team that's trying against those two teams? Wouldn't you love to have that? Now, maybe that's just Cleveland, and they're the favorite, so like, it doesn't have to be anybody. But you have a couple of interesting teams. Actually, you have three. You have the Lakers. They're 2-0. They play the Celtics tonight. They're not particularly good, <laughs> but they're 2-0, and So like, and they're going to keep trying. I don't think they have anybody they're going to sit. Tyler and I have talked about this offline, and I've talked to a couple other people. We have all bet a lot of Utah, who basically said Keontae George is their best player. He is the favorite to win Summer League MVP by a lot. They came out yesterday and said they're, they're not going to sit him. At least that's what they said yesterday, that they're not going to sit him for the rest of summer league. They want him to keep playing. That doesn't have to be true. They can still sit him. Uh, Oshai Abaji uh, is also on the team. So it's the two of them together. And then Didn't is Juzang really the on the team too, Tyler? I like always forget who the third guy is. Yeah, he's averaging 20 points a game in the, in the first two. Right. Yeah, well, he and George both had huge games in the last game. I just always forget like which random guy it is that's the third guy so the point is if they play all their guys and they're kind of talking like they're going to play all their guys you got indiana second choice they're like matherin and uh nemar done not playing confirmed houston jabari smith tari eason not going to play anymore if utah can get in these playoffs and play these guys they're gonna be favored in every game Yeah, Yeah. they were 11 yesterday when we, by the way, when we knew all of these things, when nothing changed. So just, it's just, it's kind of one of those, it's actually kind of a funny dynamic where you could have teams make the playoffs 
but it's an exhibition. So make you can have teams make the playoffs and they're like, great. We made the neat. We made the playoffs. Like who cares? It's like such a weird, uninspiring list. And then who wins in that situation? It could be much more random, I think, than people expect. It is interesting too. Like I, I was bringing up, I think Abaji fouled out of a game. And isn't it like almost impossible to foul out of a summer league game? I think he had 10 fouls. I mean, yeah, like, it was. Uh, on, you just keep fouling because some who had, somebody had like somebody was it Wembenyama's first game or somebody else? Some big time player had like eight fouls in the in the first game, something like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like impossible to foul out. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get uh, to that's some his MLB. ninth. <laughs> Teams in the bonus. <laughs> MLB totals that's coming up. It's Jeremy Conant for Nick Costas. You better you bet. Brought to you by BetMGM alongside Ken Barkley. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.